Trend, storytelling, music, Johnson Focus, technology, innovation, people, culture, tourism, and so much more. Joey Off Air Podcast is the number one stop shop for this and more. Stay right where you are. Hi, and welcome to my podcast where I shall be telling little stories from the city of Jos, Plateau State, Nigeria. So last week we had Miyokun and Nusa who shared their own stories. That's interesting stories from the plateau. And thanks for the comment and encouragement on this week. And we shall be taking a toll of the people of Jaws. So if you're listening to this, pause, go check out episode two and let me know what you think. So and today we shall be having uh, a people-oriented talk and we shall be having two amazing guests for today. But then I would like to introduce the first person, none other person, but Mr. Desa Rednan. Am I right? Very correct. And so, tell us uh, about yourself. Yeah, I I am the CTO of Jobs. <laughs> I was even going to say that, <laughs> but I need to be very careful. You know, let's not be like I actually saw this on Twitter, but I needed to be very certain that hey, okay, he is the CTO of Jobs. And if you don't know what CTO means, I think it's the Chief Technical Officer. Am I right? Yeah. But that sounds really a bit techy and all. Yeah. Okay. So my background is majorly technology. Okay. Although I studied civil engineering from the university. Uh, what university? Uh, I work at the Fabalewa University in Bauchi. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I civil engineering and then I pick up technology from books and the internet. Wow. Then I also have been working with young people. I'm instrumental t- towards the development of technology in Plateau State, uh, courtesy of NHUB. Okay. Yeah. So we started NHUB and with HenUp, NHUB has actually created a lot of chain reactions that has led to so many startups and other um, that also attracted people from all over Nigeria yeah, through a series of programs we have done here. So every technological startup is indirectly kind of tied to NHUB. So, and that's why the CTO job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, over to the beautiful woman. I don't want to call her a lady, but she's a woman. She's a mom and all, but then I'd like us to meet her. Her name is Mrs. Toyin Phyllis Wiggins. Thank you for joining us. Okay, so a little bit uh, about yourself. Oh, okay. I am a leadership and mentoring coach. I work with young people. And over the years, we have worked in seven states in Nigeria and outside the country. We have spoken and mentored over 8,000 young people for the past six years that we've been in existence. I actually study uh, Textile Technology from Kaduna Poly and uh, TV and film production. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. From your experience so far working with young people on the plateau, what can you say? A lot of the young people on the plateau are extremely receptive to knowledge. Okay. They have this drive to learn and to know more. When we started the Changemaker Leadership and Mentoring Conference, uh, we started with about 300 young people and over the years it has grown. And the reason I said they are very uh, receptive is because sometimes you'll be walking down the road and those young people that you have spoken to and mentor over the years, we, they are already grown men. Yeah. They, they walk up to you and I say, I think you oh, saw one of yours today. Yeah, and they say, oh, thank you for uh, organizing that conference. Thank you for coming to our community because we don't only do it in the city of Joss. We also go down to the grassroots because people in the grassroots also need mentoring and the rudiment of leadership. Okay. So I would say that they have been very, very uh, uh, receptive and uh, they have been running with the ideas of becoming uh, future leaders of Nigeria 
of Africa and they want to transform their world. Okay, over to the city of Joss. <laughs> From your experience so far working with the young people on the plateau, what can you say so far? The young people in plateau states are actually quite open to learn. Although you cannot say that for the fact that you cannot afford to pay for your services doesn't mean they're actually not passionate enough to want to learn. Okay. Uh, my experience at Hennobus was that um, a lot of people actually came and they wanted to learn technology but the pricing we had at the time, a lot of them actually could not afford to undertake those trainings and okay. so how all we did was to actually crash the entire uh, bill we made it so much affordable okay. and uh, of course as a business you're also you're also thinking about sustainability yeah and all that yeah so we kind of crashed it almost free wow and then these people uh the kind of deal we had with them was okay for the fact that you have they're actually passionate about what they do so we train these guys in technology and part of the deal is if we can actually give to you you should remain to actually also give train yeah. others yeah. as well and so this has really created a lot of chain reaction there's there were so many people who have actually stepped their feet at n hub okay and yeah so the, the zeal is there and the zeal for technology of course people again there are those who actually are passionate about technology who want to learn probably they've seen that in movies yeah a lot of us actually have been influenced by what we actually see in movies okay and then some actually follow trend those who actually follow trend yeah some of them the, the, the trend stuff doesn't it's not always sustainable for learners yeah. so some of them back out along the way and those who have actually remained actually doing well okay yeah so the zeal is there to learn and then i think that's it okay <laughs> all right thank you very much uh, so far you've established that um, you know people are actually hungry to have uh, this knowledge and based on what she said too but then uh, is there anything you're working on currently that you'd like us to know about yeah so um that is technologically speaking yeah and in this new phase there is there's a challenge that we actually we have actually seen about the creative people in plateau stage which actually led to the to the creation of alewa house these people have long been neglected over the years i mean the creative industry has really really long been neglected there's no institutional backing and those who have actually come to help solve this problem are kind of relaxed about it yeah. and that is what influenced Aliwa House. So we put out a competition sometimes back yeah. when we were still thinking about what we wanted to do at Aliwa House, a POP contest, which is to for people to actually write and tell us how Plateau State can actually harness the creative industries in Plateau State. A lot of people have actually written articles about it. Yeah. And the conversation is still going on. In the meantime, we've actually signed an artist at the Kings who have actually had hair play across uh, Nigerian Africa. states. Yeah. yeah then yeah. Uh, more recently, he has actually trended in Nairobi. And then also from the start we are seeing on this music distribution website, we've also, also seen airplanes all over the world. Wow. But there is actually more concentration on Tanzania, Uganda, and then Kenya. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then more recently again, we've also seen uh, on these popular music platforms where one of his songs actually trended for wow. a whole week. In fact, I didn't know. I knew only three days after that. <laughs> 
Adekins was on the trend. Wow. So quite impressive. Yes. Yeah, so we have good content here in Plateau State, but the challenge is to put this content out there for people to actually listen to it. If they love it, then I I mean we can always pass the message of peace and of unity across True. the world. All right, thank you very much, the city of J Town, and over to the change maker. Uh, she is right here and um we'd like to know is there anything you're currently working on that you would want an average Blatsu person or the person listening to this to know about okay every year we organize uh, the change maker leadership and mentoring conference for the young people on the plateau and uh, uh, the youth we bring mentors from their various community that they can identify with so they can come and speak to them on some topics. Last year, we helped over a thousand plus young people cross the chasm and uh, over 600 women trained in different technological uh, know-how like the digital space. Uh, yeah, so that yeah. they can become visible in the marketplace. Yeah. So this year, Leadership and Mentoring Conference is coming up on the 12th of February at Current Hamlet by 9 o'clock. This year, we're going to have like 1,200 young people in one location and uh, we're going to have like 10 different mentors speaking to them and um, it's going to be awesome. So because these young people, they are the future of our nation. And if we don't pass on the rudiments of leadership, then who will become our leader tomorrow? Mm. So this is one of the things that we, we are really focusing on. And also to bring mentors that have gotten to the height or to the zenith of their chosen career to come and impart these young people. So we do this every year. We also break them down to local government by local government. We have lined up about six different local governments that we are going to this year. And I'm so happy that Desa is here. Uh, <laughs> we've been having a discussion with his brother, okay. but we have not been able to go to their community. So I believe that maybe you, you can be one of our facilitators because the young people want to feel and touch people that are from their community that understand what is going on in their environment. True. So, uh, like if I bring somebody from the US, they will say he's disconnected with our reality here. Yeah. But if I'm bringing somebody <laughs> from your locality that yeah. God has placed up there due to hard work, then you can relate, they can relate to the things going on in their community. Yeah. So that's what we have coming up. Alright, thank you very much. And um, there is this narrative about the spirit of mediocrity in the city of Joss. What's your take about that? I don't think it's uh, restricted to Plateau State or just alone. I think it cut across the world. Okay. Uh, depend on how you're looking at it. For example, when he was talking about uh, the talent and mm -hmm. what we have on the plateau. Yeah. Uh, some years back, I did a documentary on Plateau State. I, it was for the uh, uh, Zuma Film Festival. I went to all the 17 local governments in Plateau State. There is something beautiful in each local government. I call it the signature of God. And um, I had a lot of young people volunteer even then back then okay. in 1986 i had a lot of young people on the plateau that volunteered to work for free so okay. i don't understand what people say when they say there's a lot of mediocrity and whatever even though if there is we as the people up there we need to come down to the level of these young people to teach them the reason why they need to volunteer and to teach them uh, the reason why they should rise above the mediocrity yeah so how can we bridge this Okay, so like I said earlier, last year we crossed the chasm with a lot of young people. So this year we are actually 
building bridges. That is our theme for this year, building bridges. And how do we build bridges? Life itself will throw you a lot of stones. It is what you do with that stone. It is what you build with it that yeah. actually matter. And actually, I know that education is building bridges. Okay. When people are in educated yeah. and they are enlightened and they are informed about some certain things happening in their community and in their world, then they have a better understanding on how to deal with those issues. So education, I say, is building bridges. All of us are in this together. Yeah. So we all have to join our hands together. We all have to join our voices together and start changing the narrative. So that's how I think we can build bridges. Okay, over to the city of Joss, city of J-Town. He would be telling us uh, his own take about the narrative about the spirit of mediocrity in the city of Joss and also how can we bridge this if there is any. Yeah, she she has said so much about it, about okay. what I also am actually saying. A lot of energetic people in Plateau State, and in fact, a couple of people actually say everybody is just a celebrity. Like, mm. like everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> there, I don't think there is mediocrity. Okay. Yeah. And um, I'd like to confess that there's a lot of challenge that people actually have in this city that part of what people think about is probably trying to relocate out of the state yeah because of probably lack of support or they are not getting as much as they are expecting so they want to leave before we actually start end up my brother is actually instrumental is actually keeping me in plateau state because (laughs) he felt he needed me to be around yeah and of course he had to pay me to actually be around <laughs> so then there's this guy that met me last week okay. and was is a, a music producer and then was lamenting to me that he wants to live for lagos wow and then that reminded me of that Yourself, that time yeah. yeah so the energy is actually there we here right the level of success that we've actually attained is a way of us actually giving these creatives the people of Plateau State, the permission to actually succeed. Oh, okay. That, oh, if this guy can actually succeed, or deliver. Then, mm. Yeah, and deliver. They can. Most of the thing we do is actually unconscious, but we are invariably giving these guys the permission to actually succeed. And yeah. there are platforms that are like your platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of platforms out there that are actually working with this guy to see how they can actually grow. I have a question, a quick one. Must you leave just before you blow? exactly my point <laughs> do you have to leave j-town to be up there you know the likes of mi ice Prince, all of them they left and they are doing very good so what would you advise must you necessarily have to leave or do you have to leave and come back or do something like this? so the the thing in my, in my personal experience and the experience of people i've actually come across those who have actually left they, they're actually successful okay. those who have actually stayed and okay. remain are also successful are also successful so yeah. it depends on how you measure your success yes how you measure your success there's yeah. this guy i met in lagos he's a software developer okay and he happens to live in yonakpaja and okay. he comes all the way to the island to come and work and wow. he's earning 150k come on is it not equivalent <laughs> to like 10k or 20k in just yeah so distance yeah rent, so it's it, yeah. it's it depends on how we actually measure the success mm-hmm. and then the the youth of these days we're also obsessed with this old blow mm-hmm. the blue mentality is actually affecting us that we actually feel we just don't leave we just we just want to leave there's this blowing mentality, mentality that yeah. is make uh, it quick make it quick right? make it quick yeah. and then some things people actually need to also be mentored around how they can actually succeed, succeed yeah. from here like i spoke about how the 
Adikin's content. I think the, mo- the most important thing is getting your content out there for people to actually listen to it. If they appreciate it, then you're, you'll be made. Mm. Like, right from just, we build software for Abuja, we build softwares for uh, the Eastern states. Oh. I will bring the money. Just imagine you you hitting one big money in Abuja, and then you come back to just, come on, I'm beating it small, small, <laughs> small, small, you know. Okay. Not caught up with the expensive life in Abuja. Okay. And all that. Yeah, so it's possible okay. for you to be and technology has actually given everyone a, the same level playing field mm-hmm. like you can move okay being a producer yeah. I, I know a producer that moves around wherever uh, he is having he sets a mobile up, yes, studio he sets up his in studio. his bag exactly he yeah. sets it up produce and on the move goes to the next city goes to the next city <laughs> and produce so, okay. so i don't really see why people must actually move mm. you earning 500k in lagos come on if we compare it with standard of living in both cities mm-hmm. you realize different. that there's really no difference but people yeah. are also blown by the fact they are blown by the numbers but mm-hmm. they fail to understand that the numbers is actually relative mm-hmm. to your city yeah i think that's my take on all right um uh, mrs toyin wiggins want to say something in addition and i know he made mention of mentoring you know i think you should touch that part uh i just wanted to add to what he just said uh, you know i tell people that uh, i'm actually from Oshun state but this is my home and this is my Jerusalem. I've been here for over 30 years so and I'm not going anywhere. So I tell people that once you drink the water of Jos, you will be uh, empowered with one gift or the other. So if you look around you in football, in entrepreneurship, in film production, in music, all those people you say have blown. Yeah. Most of them is either they schooled in Jos mm-hmm. or they were born in Jos yeah. or they lived here uh, one time or the other. So I don't understand this uh, mentality of uh, I want to blow and I'm going to Lagos. There's nothing bad in doing that. Once you have blown, just bring it bring it back home and mentor other young ones. The reason why they are living is maybe there is no standardized studio. If there is a studio where you can get everything done at the same time, we've got all the sceneries, we've got all the beautiful place where you can do your video shoot yeah. on the plateau here. So I think if there can be an investment into a large studio where everybody has a cubicle where you can do all what, what you want to do and there's a good hotel people can stay in the same studio i think there's an artist like that my son tells me in the u.s that has a studio like that different compartments everybody producing on their own there so yeah. if there's something like that like for, a hub or something yes somebody like mi can come and set up something big like that and all the young people on the plateau that have talent and they want to blow like him he, can be producing just and you can blow and come back home and mentor other people all right. it's all about passing the baton so talking to um the guests that we have today the likes of toyin phyllis wiggins and the cto of j-town he is right here retnan desa we are talking about the emancipation of the new plateau well uh, before we leave this very hour i'd like to ask mrs toyin phyllis wiggins what is it making us different from other cities I, I just mentioned it we maybe we don't have all the instruments to make That's infrastructure yes, infrastructure yeah. we've got the talent yeah. we've got the raw talent here we've got the scenery we've got the uh, the places to shoot your music videos and stuff like that but maybe i'm saying maybe in quotes we do not have the kind of infrastructure or resource people that can market you hmm. A lot of young people believe that the marketers and the big people are in Lagos or in Abuja. Yeah. And then maybe uh, 
you know, you do you do a concert in Jos and you put a tag of 500 naira or 5,000 and a lot of people will not even come. <laughs> but when you do the same show, the in same Lagos. artist in Lagos. in Lagos and you put 10,000, they will come. So maybe it's about the city. But what we are doing right or what's... We, it, it's not even us doing it right. God mm. deposited it here. We, we have the talent here. When you come to the city of Jos, you eat good food. Mm. Everything you are looking for in the US or in the UK, God gave us a good soil to produce them here. Yeah. So I say we are doing some things right. All right. I was told that God lives here. I don't know how true it is. Yes, his signature is everywhere. <laughs> Every All the 17 local government, you see signature everywhere. All right. To the city of J-Town, I would definitely be calling him that severely because, uh, you know, if you're very conversant with him on Twitter, <laughs> that's his tagline. But then, what do you have to say about this? What's that thing that you think we are doing differently that is making us different from other cities? So the the genesis of most problems is the narratives that is actually built around communities. Okay. Like in the Nollywood movies, just to put it in a statement, life yeah. begins in the village, maybe yeah. somewhere in one village in the east, and yeah. then they see Lagos as the... And then life ends in... In Lagos, where you go and meet your <laughs> uncle and all that. So, yeah. Nollywood has actually sold this idea for a very long time, and wow. it's consistent across those movies. Mm. And that's why it's for some reason it seems to work. Yeah. Now, Jaws too has a number of narrative beside the negative ones. Yeah. Like the Lagos guys know that in Jaws, this is where the talent is actually made in mm. Jaws. There's a recent research by African Intelligence Institute. Institute yeah that 26 percent of successful people in entertainment is actually attributed to the city of just wow. so for some reason i can't really tell you why maybe it's the weather or like <laughs> what you said that god actually lives here <laughs> okay. yeah and then the neighboring states actually also see just as where they can actually groom their own talent wow. and then the next thing is they leave once the talent is being groomed they, they leave, leave. <laughs> now imagine how we have actually perceived the Nigerian diaspora okay. and how they have, they've actually helped in boosting Nigeria's economy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. They send they send them money home in okay. Nigeria for houses to be built yeah. and all that. So that spread the money around. So this creative that we have groomed here yeah. in Jaws yeah. that have left, can we say the same? They are where they are diaspora, right? Yeah. <laughs> are they coming back and all that? Okay. So <laughs> That's a big question. That's a big question. That's okay. All right. So as a key player in your industry, how are you reaching out to the average youth on the plateau? Yeah. So we we have platforms. Okay. I won't talk about the technology aspect because I've spoken so much about technology. Yeah. Our platform is Aliwa House. Okay. And we, like I said earlier, we've been working with an artist and then we've involved a number of people in our programs as well too. The, you have to involve people. Yeah. Even if you don't have a contract and all that so yeah. what we've been doing is actually an experiment so because of the success we've had in the first second stage of what we're doing at Aliwa House we yeah. decided to open our hands to more creatives under a different platform a different platform called my crib music okay you you probably would have seen that yes i have but you have other creatives also by giving them that platform to be able to showcase what they have to the outside world although the it's, it's our own way of bringing people okay. as much people together of yeah. course aliwa House cannot do all this the other platforms Definitely. actually exceed yeah. you are doing a wonderful job with uh, the podcast yeah 
Okay. Like somebody that's looking to come out to Joss, yeah. these are these are contents actually discovered. Yeah. There are people who are also building other platforms. Your your platform, there are people who sell coffee, like mm-hmm. the Uvas Coffee yeah. lady. People who have apps, streaming apps here in the city of Joss. Yeah. And everybody actually supports the only thing that is lacking here is the institutional support, Structure. especially yeah. the government. True. And I believe if these guys come in, yeah. we'll be able to brand plastic faster than yeah. the way individuals have been doing it and yeah. then it's been helping all right thank you very much over to mrs phyllis wiggins okay um like uh, you rightly know i i run the change maker leadership and mentoring conference but i do not run it alone i've got uh, 28 ambassadors from different location different sector as volunteers with me on the change maker program and they are all doing amazingly well in their various community like we have the block malaria okay he's doing amazingly well we have the gentle read true so these young people work with me and i work with them on their different platform which is uh, like he said we all need people we true. can't change the narrative alone yeah we have to join our voices join our hands together and partner collaboration is the key to the 21st century true. so if you are working alone you can't achieve more there's the limit to your mileage you have to work with other people Mm. so we need people to join hands together and keep changing the narrative so that this is how i've been affecting my own uh, community and other communities around me okay so before we wrap up there's this last question where do you see plateau in 10 years with the rapid development we are seeing right now yeah and if uh, the governments we key into what most young people are doing if they quickly sign uh, endorsement papers for us if they come out to even see what we are actually doing it will boost what a lot of us are doing yeah uh, we have a lot of problem with them you take letters it, it's lost in bureaucracy mm-hmm. and uh, you can't even get them to come and see what you are doing and then when international bodies are asking you who are the people endorsing you or backing you up you really don't have a paper to show these people backing you up so i'm looking at when these people come together to actually back us up all of us what we are doing and they are showing their presence yeah. uh, it will boost what uh, we are doing and it will boost plateau state resources and it will bring more people into plateau state so in 10 years i'm looking at the plateau of our dream that we've been talking about all this year where peace and unity actually reign uh, like i told you before i did a documentary on plateau state there's a place called hawaii which there's only two in the world there's one in the coast of northern ireland and there's one in plateau state but a lot of people don't Don't even know know. and even to get to that place if you are bringing uh, visitors or tourists to go and see the place the road is bad so even if all these ministries start doing things to make to open up plateau state plateau state will become that state that we all dream of that state that uh, want to put it in the map of the world yeah. people will yearn to come to plateau state because our weather is good and yeah. we have warm and receptive people on the plateau all right over to the cto of j town yeah so where do you see plateau in 10 years in 10 years that's coincidentally we at Aliwa House, our goal is actually to become the go-to place for entertainment and to reduce capital flight by 50% before 2029. If you look at wow. it, it's actually 10 years. Yeah. So by reducing capital flight by 50%, we believe that will help grow the local ecosystem. However, you look at it from technology to the whole entertainment. I believe 10 years is even very far. Okay. Having 
a very strong backing of the government yeah. especially in the areas of branding mm-hmm. and in supporting this now like i said i mentioned platforms there's a lot of platforms that are working to actually change the narrative okay. right so if this institutional backing is there for instance I do believe what we're doing actually on the right track because yeah. we have actually in the technology space we build narrative around technology. Okay. And that led to the development of an ICT agency. Mm-hmm. Without that narrative that we've built over the years, yeah. pra- perhaps it wouldn't have been the I'm seeing that to state at the next Silicon Valley in Africa. Yeah. Forget about Rwanda. We are coming. Yes. <laughs> and this is less than five years. Yeah. Yeah. Now with the rate at which those these platforms are coming up, yeah, we simply need to have one no. vision, right? Yeah, yeah. Where we work together to actually achieve this. Yeah. So with this rate, I believe something big is actually coming, and ten years is actually small. It's, right. it's actually like it's much. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. But before we go, one last word from you before we leave. Uh, let's keep building positive <laughs> narrative, and then we are always watching what is actually going on. Okay. in jaws and plateau state yeah. a number of people have tried to actually reach out to me about how they could be supported wow and we are actually listening we okay. are watching okay. and we are rolling out platforms that will actually support them like the one i mentioned my clip yeah. music yeah we have extended our hands to a much wider audience and more actually coming they should just keep tagging we're okay. actually we're okay <laughs> you're watching <laughs> we're watching all right okay thank you just to add to what he said uh in looking at uh, the plateau in yeah. 10 years time i believe that we on the plateau we are the ones running with uh, all the sdgs goals yeah uh when you look at the state of nigeria you will find out that plateau state is the highest um, place where the SDG is being pushed and we actually have less than 10 years to achieve all those goals mm. so I believe that uh, we will be the first yeah. to achieve all the goals, it's, the it's SDG possible. goals yeah. and um, I'm also calling out to you guys out there that uh, you should join us together with us and let us build uh, bridges and not walls alright thank you very much for spending time with me for today's episode i know you've listened i know you've had one or two things about just that is new to you if this is your first time listening to us well welcome to just my name is joey don't forget to subscribe to all my platforms go on google spotify podbean spreaker and all of those platforms where you can listen to my podcast see you for another interesting edition of my podcast next week bye-bye